0: Welcome to this intro, let's chat! Our guest today is Matt Pacinich, graphic designer, Star Wars enthusiast, and my brother-in-law. Mike was unable to attend this episode, he had to work, but he was able to swing by and give me a hand with some of the sound stuff, so thank you for Mike's help. I gotta say, I am uh, blown away of how awesome Star Wars is. I had no idea past the movies that the world really expanded that far, or too much about it. I had some friends who are into it. And I guess it was pretty cool. And my wife is uh, like Star Wars. I have to say, this was a, a fun episode. I really hope it is as fun to listen to as it was to record. Matt and I had a blast. We laughed a ton. And I'm just really lucky, I guess, to have such a great brother-in-law and a great podcast guest. Uh, my goal is to get the entire percentage crew on here. I do have the Mama Bear percentage my mother-in-law and... My other brother-in-law, Alex, uh booked for the near future, and if you're asking why don't we hear any of Chris's family on here, well, they're coming too. They just live in Connecticut, so we are working on schedule with them. Uh, I know my mom, my dad, and my brother are all about coming on, and we really can't wait to have them. I gotta say, when me and Mike started this project, I knew it was something we both wanted to do. I did not think it would be as much fun as it is. There is just something about sitting down with microphones that just changes me and whoever our guest is. Then you just have a conversation you probably wouldn't have, and it's amplified, and there's an energy. But we had a really great lunch right before we recorded at Barstow in Providence, for those who are in the region. Please go there for brunch. It was one of the best brunches we ever had. And we came back here, we went to Target, and we were watching uh, Star Wars Clone Wars on Netflix, and then we recorded a nice podcast, and we had a big dinner. It was a really great Sunday. Well, happy birthday to John. It's the reason he was out here, former guest. Now, if you want to contact us, you can contact us at letschat233 at gmail.com. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com. Let's us chat. Please share us with friends. Come be on the podcast yourself. I will travel to you. Matt does plug his Deviant Art site, which we'll put on the Facebook as well, but we didn't even get to in the episode, but Matt writes fan fiction. Holy crap. How cool is that? I've never met anyone that writes fan fiction, so I really think you should go look at that. He's going to have to come back on and talk more about that. Um, man, Matt is just a lot of fun to record. He's a lot of fun to hang out with in general. Very talented graphic design artist, like I say in the podcast you know, he's done a lot of graphic design for our family, and he did our wedding, save the dates, he did our invitations. So if you want to hire him or see any of his work, uh, contact the show, and we can see if we can get you in contact with him. And pay him a lot of money, because he's awesome, and he deserves it. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Mike, for helping out with sound, and thank you for listening. Uh, off the bat, are there any plugs you want to get out of the way if people want to find you on social media? I have a DeviantArt account which is
1: Darth Revan, it's one word and there's an X between the H and the R, so it's D-A-R-T-H-X-R-E-V-A-N and that has a bunch of my um, computer wallpapers that I did just in my spare time because they're my favorite characters and I like to make
0: stuff. Yes, Matt is our first graphic designer on and that's kind of one of the many reasons we asked him. Uh, full disclosure: We're also related, kind of. Matt's my brother-in-law. I <laughs> yes, <made his> sister. <laughs> yes, he we're did. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So you did the graphic design. You're basically our family's graphic design. Yes,
1: yes. I'm the default <laughs> design the guy. It's like, I need Matthew. Can you make something for me? And I'm like, What do you need?
0: <laughs> and. <laughs> to be fair too, it's not just cuz you can do it because when we got married, you did our wedding invitations. I did. And that's one of those things where it doesn't matter if it's free like you're ready to spend tap dollar and you're actually good at it. Yeah. You did your father's book.
1: Um I did the cover for my dad's um ebook that he published, which is Red Chrysanthemums. Uh,
0: I can't even yeah, say. Yeah, Red <laughs>
1: Chrysanthemums. <laughs> Available but, on
0: smashwords.com.
1: Yes it is. So I did the cover for that.
0: Do a lot of stuff for um, we won't say the name just for Victoria's privacy, but her bit for where she works, like a lot. They yeah, a I money. did.
1: Yeah, um, I did some of that. I also, I also helped out. I met a woman at one of the craft fairs down where I live in New Jersey, and I made some signs for her. And she sells soaps, and she needed some stuff, so I was oh, working so cool. with her as well. So, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that was that was fun.
0: So, what is the experience of growing up? Uh, geek in new jersey
1: <laughs> it's um it's interesting um you know it wasn't actually um to be truthful i mean i was kind of like you know it was i mean i was a geek for a lot of my life that's true um but i really didn't like embrace my geekdom until i um until i was in high school when i went to my first anime convention
0: oh god you beat me to it i have that written down <laughs> so um you, New York, so you're from, like, the Blue, yeah, outside Bluefield. New York City region. Well, we region. in Belleville now, right, but Bale yeah. And for a fun fact for me is that in Sopranos, that's where Junior lives, which you never saw, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so you lived outside New York City, because you guys are so spoiled by being so close to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a
1: 20-minute like bus ride for me to get into the city, so we've, yeah.
0: So how old are you for your first con?
1: Um, uh, My first con was like, two or three years ago, so that was, like, um, 07 or 08, so I was, like, 18, about. It was in New York? Um, no, actually, my first convention was an anime convention, um, called Anime Next, which is in Somerset, New Jersey, Oh. and, um...
0: No, um, I've seen the pictures of some of your cons, the women that go to those are not unattractive.
1: That is or that's <laughs> that's one of the um, yeah that's that's wow. one of the fun things about you know the about any convention is when you you know um, people dress up in the in costumes you know we we call it cosplay which is short for you're, costume. You're play. a cosplayer. I am. I am. Um, I haven't made any of my costumes unfortunately because I don't have the skill or time or money to do that. But I did. Um, but yeah, I, I still dress up in costume. I do. That's so good. I primarily do Aizen from the anime Bleach.
0: That is so. How did you like find anime? You uh, know, is there a story or just one of those things?
1: It it kind of. I mean, I didn't actually get into. Um, I I suppose the first anime that I really got into, and it's probably true for a lot of people, is Dragon Ball Z, and I didn't really get into it until later. Um, there, there isn't really any real story to it I just it was just one of those things that I kind of just got into and then I and then it just grew from there
0: the, con, the anime con that sounds like at least for me like growing up I remember being like really into, like punk rock music and no one in my high school liked it well not no one but not and then going to um like a, or specifically like ska music I really like ska and I'd go to like a ska concert in like Connecticut where I grew up and then all of a sudden, you like, just find your tribe. Like, where do you people come from? <laughs> yeah. Because you can never find anyone who liked that thing that think, you like. Yeah, when, and yeah, yeah you can,
1: it's it's true. And, you know, that's the fun thing about any convention, whether it's yeah. an anime convention or it's Comic-Con. Yeah. It, you, there's just, just a massive group of people, and you all love the same thing. And then you can bond over that.
0: Do you think it cuts, like, a hyper-competitiveness with uh, the cosplay?
1: Sometimes. In uh, a good way. Cause yeah, I, think I mean, in breeds. a good way. I mean, there are, like... Um, there are the cosplay, um... People get famous. Kind, yeah. In that world. Yeah, in that world. And, like, the most famous one that I follow is Yaya Han. She's a very famous cosplayer. And, you know, she makes all of her costumes, and she's fantastic. The level of detail that some of the cos... Like, most of the cosplayers can get to their costumes is just... It, it really... It literally blows your mind like, sometimes. When
0: we watch that, um comic-con a love story documentary that girl who makes robots in her garage yeah i mean she has a career doing that now. yeah
1: and you know it's it's just one of those things where it's just, just yeah so much <laughs> respect for people to
0: have a love for something of like that and then to do it and like, yeah and then, then it's,
1: yeah and
0: who did we meet at because um you brought oh, God, oh two a week maybe two weeks after the wedding. We, you brought you and Alex brought me in Victoria to Comic-Con. Abroad. Yeah, in Rhode Island Comic-Con. So yeah. much fun. Yes, it was. And it's, we're going to New York this year.
1: Yes, the New York Comic-Con is just massive, and it's San fun. San Diego is the whole point. Yeah, the, the San Diego Comic-Con is literally the mecca of Comic-Cons. Like Never been? Yeah, I've never been there. It's just one of those things where I believe that it's a pilgrimage that every geek should make at least once in their life. It looks so cool from watching that documentary. I mean, the, the I mean, the only downside is that it's because it's so massive, the lines would just be long. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's one of the things that you just learn to deal with when you go to a convention.
0: I, I love Kevin Smith, and he speaks in front of like seven thousand people rooms, like seven thousand, um, yeah. yeah, rooms that hold seven thousand. So yeah. that's seven thousand for that room
1: on top of on top of all the uh, other Polish, panels right? that they, I mean, they do. Iron Man, like that's like I yeah. know it's
0: more like pop culture cons. It's not yeah. really like truly comics, but they have comic. Like the movie yeah. I, I my knowledge is from that movie. But it was fun when the Providence one to see the. Pa- I like the panels. Yeah, and and the have- panels
1: can be interesting, but sometimes it depends. Like, there's not always a panel that I like. Yeah. So I mean, usually what I do when I go to, you know, when I went to Comic Con, um, I would just walk around the show floor, look at all the boots, meet all the women in cosplay, take photos with them. I know. See, that's that's really the main reason I like to go, just to go meet other people, whether they're in costume or not. And when when you yourself are in costume, the other half of you know the thing is to get your picture taken by people. You know, it's um, so that's another thing that's really fun, especially when you're in when like um, like my first one, well, my second um, anime convention was the New York Anime Festival. Mm. Recently, the past two years, they've combined with the New York Comic Con, which I know is kind of... You don't like that. Yeah, I'm not completely happy with it, mm-hmm. because the anime festival kind of gets pushed... I don't want to say pushed to the side, but it's not as publicized as much. You know? So it's. I'm not completely happy with it.
0: So are there, like, different sects within geekdom? Like, are anime kids not, like, um, it's, kids, it's, Star Wars kids? Is it, like, Trek and Star Wars people?
1: Not really. I mean, at least I don't think so. Um, you know? So, I mean, I don't think there's, like, you know, there, there wouldn't be, like, a war going on. But, um. But anyway, to get back to my. Actual story was that oh, <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's it's fine. Um, when I um, you know when I was at the New York Anime Festival, I was in my um, Eisen costume, and I just ran into a group of other Bleach cosplayers, and we all got together and we had a photo shoot, and we were doing <sighs> wacky photos, and it was a blast. You know, it's just. It was really fun. There
0: was totally, like, that vibe of just something felt special there where you could be yourself and, like...
1: Yeah, you just, don't have to worry about it. I know. You know, everyone else loves the same things that you love. Yeah. So you can just, like, go off and just talk, and it was... Oh, my God, that's yeah. so
0: fun. Man, I can't wait to go to the New York
1: one. Yeah, the, the New York one is fun. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. It, it is a lot of fun um and it, it it is bigger so it's hartford's you know. having one
0: this year are they i just saw it online nothing like huge is there but i know it's branded off into different like uh versions so for, for you do you prefer comic or anime con or are they separate things for you
1: um i don't really it doesn't like i don't really make a distinguish of which one i like better but, I mean, I am a little biased because if they ever separated the anime festival from New York Comic Con again, I would rather go to the anime festival than to the Comic Con.
0: Yeah, and there's, um... So... Boston has anime con.
1: Right? Yeah, they do. They, so um... I know. And, um... Anime Boston. That's which, um, I think is one of the... Uh, don't quote me on this because I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure it's one of the biggest anime conventions yeah. around... And that's actually one that I do want to go to. Yeah. So, yeah, that's on the list of cons to go.
0: The next two go. And it's close enough for for Jazzy. Yeah. We're not too far, so we can make it a weekend. Um, So you actually read comics, too. Yes, I do. Now, can you explain to me what the difference from a comic and graphic novel is? I'm sorry. You know,
1: personally, I don't see any, you know, personally, I don't see any difference between a graphic novel and a comic. Yeah. Because they're both similar style, you know. But I think if you wanted to get down to uh, like a fundamental difference, comics can uh, come out in what's in weekly or monthly issues where it's like issue number five, which could be like 10 or 15 pages. Mm. And that comes out either weekly, usually monthly. You know, every month a new issue will come out. And a graphic novel is what would be more referred to as a trade paperback, where it's multiple issues. So it's like the trade paperback, you know, has issues one through ten, let's say. So there's that. Or maybe the graphic novel itself isn't technically an issue. Like it doesn't collect issues, it's just a story that happens to tell, to pick, depict it with the pictures and more in the comic book style.
0: Okay. So what do you think about, like, because, I mean, graphic novels are probably at the height of their popularity because I know, like, TV shows, like, Walking Dead was a graphic novel. Yeah. Was Kick-Ass a graphic novel first?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I don't follow a lot of comics. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not, like, the com- the two comic, well, not two comics, but the two companies that I follow is um Xenoscope, uh-huh. And they do um, grim fairy tales, so they have, you know, those are a lot of fun. And I also follow Top Cow, which does Witchblade and The Darkness. Um, those are the two main ones that I follow.
0: So what are those about? Because I've never heard of you. <laughs> they sound cool. And it is.
1: Um, so, like, one, one of my favorites is Witchblade. Mm-hmm. And it's about... Okay, so within the Witchblade universe, there's these 13 artifacts of immense power. The Witchblade is one of them, and the Witchblade is it's a sentient gauntlet, pretty much, that can transform itself into armor for the person who wields it, which is usually a female. Another great reason why I like it.
0: Yeah. Hey, well, Uh-oh. that's uh, feminism, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah strong the strong
1: female lead. lead. Yep. Um, <laughs> Victoria would be happy yeah, about that. Yeah, that's for you, Victoria. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and the Witchblade itself is supposed to be a balance between light and darkness, which are two other artifacts. And it's just this um, nice story. I, it's hard to kind of... I mean, I don't want to say it's hard to explain... But that's kind of like the gist of it. And then it's a supernatural take. Yeah, there's supernatural elements because there's demons, there's angels, there's monsters, there's hell, there's heaven. Yeah, that one I really love.
0: Isn't the Bible the original graphic novel? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's the original. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Patricia. zombie jesus well you're the one who always refers to easter zombie jesus yeah that's yes on <laughs> undead name i mean that's i guess that's i guess that's true he, he did I th- some people the think first he holy zombie he he was,
1: he and he i don't want to like rail on people who believe in him and whatnot yeah, I mean, lord I knows know. lord knows i was <laughs> I, I was know. raised as a catholic and my mom would probably hit me once she hears this i know
0: but i think it's funny because you guys Grew up. I think you guys grew up. Well, you know, I don't want to round in either. You grew up like super. Li- you're the most liberal Catholic family I've ever met. Not like politically sense. Like your mother is Catholic. Yeah, but, my mother. Uh,
1: okay. You know, my mother is technically a religion teacher. Yeah, so. like
0: but Catholic, but like not very guilty. And yeah. well, the very I what I respect about it is the really the beautiful spirituality. Yeah, I mean it's to others, you know any
1: religions. Yeah, it's like any religions, like, if you believe in it, then that's your right. And it yeah. doesn't matter what you believe in. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, personally, I, it's not that I believe in God. It's not that I don't believe in God either. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever you believe in, and, you know, again, that's your right, because it's in the constitution. Yeah. So, and to me, it doesn't matter what you believe in. I don't care. Oh, yeah. It's like, if you don't believe in anything, that's your right. Oh yeah. So and although personally, what I there's like there's only one rule that I you know that I for me personally will follow. My family comes first. Mm-hmm. My friends come second, and then God or whatever like uh, religion so instead you of come. God in. first, yeah, instead yeah. of God first, family, friends, God, everybody else. Oh, no, no, family, <laughs> sorry, comp- you're... sorry, complete strangers. But yeah, if it's you're... between saving you're... you and my family, you're fine, my family, sorry. yeah. <laughs>
0: But reality, really, for you, my guess, it's more family, friends, food, God. <laughs> Just for this weekend alone, we had a huge brunch. Then we're gonna have a huge dinner with all yeah. the ice cream and there's desserts for between. <laughs> yeah, we might be. You guys are gonna be here for nine hours? We so gotta, gotta eat. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, it's so. I don't mind at all. I do yeah. not mind at all. So, yeah. um, do you like all the like mainstreamness of? Uh, the superhero stuff. Because I have to say, it took a while for those movies to get good. Like, the X-Men yeah, movies, the Avengers. Like, like
1: the, I mean, the first, like, X-Men movies, like, X-Men 1, X-Men oh, 2, X-Men 3, they weren't bad. I mean, there was some... The the
0: opening scene where Xavier is in the Holocaust. Like, yeah. Even, like, the Batmans. No, I like the Michael Keaton Batman a lot as well. Yeah. Was, it F- was Fantastic Four, like, the awfully shitty one?
1: Uh, the Fantastic Four wasn't bad. But I don't know if I want to say it was good either because it was it was I mean I think sometimes like if it's not done right or yeah. most what most fans like if they don't like it if it's not what they expected they immediately don't like it. I remember so watching out
0: of uh, X Men One and I liked it and I, I yeah I mean New they were
1: good them. movies like yeah. there were there might have been some things that I would have liked differently mm-hmm. like the Dark Phoenix. Yes, in the yeah. last movie, th- I yeah. think that could have been handled differently. differently. Yep, but other than that, it was still a decent movie.
0: The Wolverine ones were terrible, though. Yeah, With kind the Red of.
1: Red really yeah, black.
0: but I remember walking out of the first X Men movie. I have no idea what year that came out, and I like the cartoon, so I didn't like, and I had comic cards. I remember, I, I honestly, I felt like it was like comic book guy from The Simpsons be like, mm, everyone knows that Cyclops is uh, one foot taller than Wolverine. This movie was inaccurate. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, like, right, I mean, it's yeah. Okay. I mean I, I'm all for nitpickiness for that. You get to yeah, about, that, about, yeah, but but that
1: I, gets um, to a point. Um, where... Come on, man, like relax. Yeah,
0: I thought they did that one. That was good, the second one. Yeah, the third one,
1: that wasn't one wasn't, wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't.
0: Yeah,
1: it was the new class I like. Yeah, the yeah, um X Men first class. That was yes. really what well done I mean, I think that was like a really good origins movie like yes. it, it did it very well was
0: it accurate to the comic though I, I have only, no idea yeah,
1: so yeah. I, I actually um, you know this goes back to what I read I don't actually follow Marvel or DC mm-hmm. the only DC character I will follow is Catwoman and she is my favorite character
0: not the Holly Berry Catwoman no. <laughs> that's, that's a bad superhero you could tell when they're just trying to make I money. didn't actually
1: see the Holly no, Berry no, 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 Catwoman I, ter- I, I mean I heard it was terrible but I never yeah. actually saw it
0: sometimes I, I just assumed it was and I don't care because her race just
1: looked yeah. I mean, I yeah, that had nothing to do ass, with it.
0: I was like, Michelle Pfeiffer's my only Catwoman. <laughs> but then Anne Hathaway did a great she, job. In the yeah,
1: batmans. she did in um, Batman. So, did you like the
0: third one. Batman of the Nolan version? Because some people I, weren't. I, liked think, it. I mean, I liked
1: it. Um, there were just some things like I think maybe I might have. And the most, the biggest thing I did like was that they had the Batwoman, uh, Batwoman, Batman and Catwoman woman. Yeah, that I did like.
0: What do you think? I wonder what would happen if Heath Ledger didn't die. If they would to continue that Joker storyline? I don't
1: know. I mean, I you you kind of wish that they would because the Joker <laughs> is like this the iconic Batman villain.
0: And Heath Ledger. I mean, I hate he, actors. I don't care about actors, but yeah. that was one of those performances. Yeah, where, you know,
1: damn. I yeah, you know, I went I um went in to see the second movie not expecting that I would like it as much. I had and then experience. I saw it, and then it's like holy. Hell, did that, he do a good job?
0: I feel that way, too, because I really liked Batman Begins, and at that time, I like, fell in love with it. And then I saw The Dark Knight. Is the second one?
1: Yeah, The Dark... It's Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, dark Knight, Knight, and, then Knight and then Dark Knight
0: Rises. Dark Knight gets an erection, I think. <laughs> <laughs> dark Knight Rises, though. Well,
1: considering that he... Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: what I always called it. Uh, I like that, but I seeing that second one, that's one of those rare moments I remember being like... I went to a midnight showing, sold out, I think I was in Vermont at the time, I was working as some friends, and just, like, edge of my seat, and then, oh my god, oh, it's so yeah. good. It's so good. Like, I really, that's a piece of art. I mm. mean, that's one of those movies, like, that will always stay in my heart for, like, that was Forever, such, Never, that, that was the movie-going experience. Third one... Well, you know, I saw the third one the day after the Colorado shooting. Oh so yeah. I, I wasn't scared, but you know, it yeah, was just, there it was, was some just, ties to it, but yeah, it, it was very good. Yeah, it was I a... really like those movies. I'm trying to think of other superhero movies.
1: There's the new Superman movie that came out, the Man of Steel that, one. I like that, that was good. That was also good. There I mean, one... because it was, it was an origins movie without. Like calling it an origins movie, I don't know how you would call it, not but yeah, mean. but yeah, it was it was basically an origins movie for Superman, and it was well done.
0: Oh, Star Trek movies.
1: Yes, well, I'm not as I'm, I'm not as big of a Trekky. I but am not. They were who knows
0: anything about Star Trek, and I saw that J.J. J. Abrams. Was, First Star Trek, which I like better, I fell in love with that. Movie. Yeah, it was. It you was, know, they so were well up. done. They that were was made for someone like me. Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, you know, he. I think he said like he wanted it to be for fans, the fans who already exist, and new people who don't know about Star Trek. Yeah, that. So he did. He did good, do a good job.
0: The Second one was pretty good. I think it could have been cut down a little.
1: I think the thing is, is that I've heard that some people the second one, the Into Darkness, which is as I've I've heard it called, it, it's basically a Wrath of Khan remake. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and but on the flip side, since they've kind of rebooted the series and made it in an alternate timeline, mm. it the way that they did it, it made sense.
0: Yeah, that's true, because, you know, I'm thinking of those as two separate movies, but in reality, it's going to be a series of movies. So maybe you look back, and the second one's not the best, but it fed the story for three, four, five, and six, and so on, and so on. I mean, let's be honest, Abrams could really do no wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's good. I mean, although um, with him doing the new Star Wars movie, Episode 7 I'm not, like, I mean, I'm sure he'll do a good movie, but my, what I'm concerned about is that, the the Star Wars universe has been expanded through. You
0: are did you look at the notes? Look, at, I have it right there. Star Wars Land expanded universe. I have so <laughs> many I have
1: not seen those notes. Yeah, I just write stuff down throughout the day. Um,
0: let me let's get into that right now. Yeah. I mean... I didn't see I saw Star Wars as a kid I think I fell asleep And I think I saw him in theater I don't know And then I saw him With Victoria again And I like him And my yeah. friend Bo Who you've met I know he like Really likes them. And yeah. he's read books and stuff Yeah I've I've and gotten into the books i and... explain that To someone like so I used to be like how can Star Wars be nerd culture it's the most popular thing in the world but man But yeah you know, it, I mean on? it
1: started with the movies you know episodes 4 5 and 6 you yeah. know a new hope empire strikes back and return of the jedi they came out first well, the they 70s, they pretty much started it yeah I'm pretty sure don't you know quote me on when movies came out yeah, cuz that's my no brother idea. things the, we should Um that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so you know the movies came out and then it just gathered this following that grew and grew and then People have written books within the Star Wars universe. So within there's there's dozens of books within so this they, timeline.
0: The format is the movie and then they have stories that offshoot new characters, whole new galaxies. Like they
1: continue it's the same galaxy and each book takes place at a specific time in the timeline. In fact, if you open up a Star Wars book towards the front, they will have a timeline of when the books of the books order and where they are.
0: So, you could say you could take a particular spot in a movie and then continue, and then they'll continue on that journey. That's a cool idea. Yeah. And, and so, how many would you say of those are?
1: There are dozens of books. And I don't Lucas know. Is this
0: part of that, or is like kind well, of fan fiction?
1: It's, I mean, I don't think they could publish a book without him saying, without him agreeing to yeah, it.
0: Well, because when we were watching the Clone Wars, the CGI thing today, I. Available on Netflix.
1: Yes, thank God. They should pay for um, (laughs) it. His
0: name was on that, but like, Yeah, because I mean, technically speaking, he did start it. How much money do you think that guy
1: has? (sighs) Tons and tons. Like, millions. More than our country, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, So,
0: there's like, I mean, I had no idea there's books and video
1: games. Yeah, there's books and and there's video games and the TV shows have recently started. Yeah, and so, I mean, the expanded universe is just that it expanded the universe. It's, it's huge, and so and so many of the fans, myself included, consider this entire expanded universe to be Star Wars canon. Like mm, it's like yeah. you like because so, we grew up with this. We read it. We know it. We love it. And so it's canon to us. And the new movie, Episode um, Seven, whatever it's being called. I don't think it has an actual name other than Episode Seven yet. The, the movie itself has been stated that it takes place 30 years after Return of the Jedi.
0: In that universe of the books, is there, that 30 years already filled in history?
1: Yeah, it's already been filled in. So oh. if so, the movie basically is kind of threatening to rewrite the expanded universe or override it. Oh, Abram? So so that's my problem like if it changes too much of the expanded universe it's not that I'll think that the uh, movie is bad I'm sure it'll be wonderfully directed like the actors will do a fantastic job yeah it's just that some of the things that I would prefer that they would have kept from the expanded universe, like for example. Oh, no,
0: dig deep and give us plans, <laughs> names. Ca- talk just, about everything. Just talk as you. much no, as I serious, want. Oh I no, and I oh I trust me, I, don't I can. Know anything about it? So like, who who are characters that I don't know about in Star Wars?
1: Um. Well, the most famous ones are Han Han Solo. No, like, in the, in the universe. In, that is in the expanded universe. Yeah. Well, that's actually kind of what I was gonna get yeah, into let's hear, a little bit. Let's hear so. Like, um, if, like, obviously Han and Leia, their relationship has been established at the end of Return of the Jedi. That was, ex- that was established in the movie. Although in the books, to be fair, it wasn't, um, actually a funny, um, anecdote about them. Is that it, they didn't actually f- get married until, like, two or three years later. Oh. After Return of the Jedi. And it's funny, because, um leia was actually going to go into an arranged marriage to bring a, a cluster of systems into the new republic han didn't like that so what does he do he kidnaps her to stop her from getting married <laughs> he would. yes so it's not until that that they actually fall like they actually really fall in love and get married mm. and then they have three children they have oh, twins, oh. Gina and Jason. Actually, I have no idea which one is older. And then they have little Anakin Solo. Aww. Oh. Yeah. Um. So that's actually one of the things. If they're not married and the three children are not born, that is a definite <laughs> <laughs> for me. Um. So that's them. Luke is actually um is actually a little. I, I mean, I don't want to say funnier, but he goes through like two or three girlfriends before he falls in love and marries um, Mara Jade. Funny thing about Mara Jade is that she actually was called the Emperor's Hand. So she's a Force sensitive who was trained by Emperor Palpatine to do his will. So when Palpatine died, he sent a command through the Force to Mara saying, kill Skywalker. So the first time Luke and Mara meet, she tries to kill him, oh my God. and then she's the one that he ends up marrying. Jeez. So what
0: happens to Chewie?
1: Chewie is still with Han.
0: Jar Jar
1: still around? Uh, he was only in the movies. He, doesn't <laughs> he was think he, it's in the books? Yeah, not as as far as I know, and I've I have I haven't read all of the books, okay. although that's kind of like on my to do list. <laughs> that's, Earth like Day's in my to do list. So uh, flip us what you want next. I have I have like a. Whoa! Of books that I have to go through, which ones I have, and check mm-hmm. them off. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah. So, um,
0: that's just so cool because, like, you can fall in love with something, and then, like, when I show ends, it ends. But then this way, you can continue. The yeah, and too.
1: then it just continues. and so you
0: can be like, "So what happened to Leia after that?" And,
1: and then you can just go off of what happened oh, to the expanded is universe. She still okay. Um, uh, I don't want to. Sp- should I spoil? Some- I, I I have to remind myself because. Um, in within the um, the book series called the New the New Jedi Order, a race called the Yu Sun Vong invade the Republic or the New Republic as it's being called, and um, so they invade. There's this war going on. Um, I have to remind myself, but I think unfortunately, yes, no, wait, wait, okay, I now remember what happens. to Chewie. it's actually kind of sad. <gasps> Yeah, it's kind of sad because um, during the war, Chewie dies. It's very sad because he actually, although it's valiant and within his character because Chewie saves little Anakin Solo. Mm. So um, it is sad, you know, because Chewie was like, you know, (laughs) you know, Uh. you know
0: every death is rebirth so but he, there's more
1: shoeys right As we learned. well i mean they're all wookies well, they're guys, all sorry. yeah yeah his face is called the wookies <laughs>
0: as we learned in the star wars christmas special which you can't find anywhere because it was so terrible <laughs> your dad told me he saw it when it aired
1: i'm pretty sure we did
0: i asked him about it he said it was the worst thing in the world <laughs> but i think you can find it illegally so you're Honestly. you're younger than me how old are you
1: i am currently well 23 Yeah I'm currently 23 I'll so be 24 in April
0: For, your, for Star Wars When the, um, the Jar Jar When The Phantom Menace Came out That was that was geared... in like
1: t- 2001 Or that something That was
0: geared To people your yeah. age range Because the old fans yeah. Hate Jar Jar Yeah I, I mean I'm I George.
1: think to, I, mean, I like I mean You know I'm the real You know I, I am a Star Wars geek So I mean I didn't Like I don't hate The prequels yeah. You know I mean Younger people, I just people like it, it. You know, and you know, and part of that is kind of I think maybe because I grew up with it as well. So that's part of the reason I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean I wasn't really totally bothered by it. You know, I mean some people, like, I think sometimes they just want to complain about something, mm. and they just find these little things that, and then it just goes off from there. Look at
0: the nature of some of these people. I mean, like, they're geeks. In good yeah. ways, but you know how geeks are. There's, yeah, and there's sometimes There's obsessiveness that can go yeah, too far. Yeah, yeah. There's a great documentary on Netflix I've watched called The People vs. George Lucas. <laughs> and it's like Star Wars fans who hate Luke. And it's all about that, like,
1: toward love of Yeah, I mean, personally, like, I mean, I think sometimes, like, um, I think the problem that most fans had is that George Lucas couldn't like dialogue, and that might have been the case. But I mean, I didn't care. Like it's I was awesome. young then, and I loved yeah. it. I enjoyed it. It ruined and, that actor's
0: life. The kid who played Anakin Skywalker. Oh, he like openly he left Hollywood and just complained and was very had a horrible. I don't know. I, uh,
1: I wasn't anything. really.
0: Yeah. Is it okay to say the last the, the the three the three original Star Wars when I watched them as an adult for basically the first time I was like they're kind of cheesy.
1: Well, I mean, I think the original um Star uh, Star Wars was that it was good because at the you know, the good um special effects that they had for that time was really yeah. good. Um, you know, and then the CGI came out more recent and they oh, could they do The
0: re-release. Yeah,
1: they did yeah well, so
0: you're an artist uh, and a graphic artist, but you're an mm-hmm. artist so what do you how do I know South Park did this a fantastic episode making fun of Lucas and Spielberg? I don't know if you ever saw it. no I, I really you know, they haven't kinda, they go back and they retouch their work No, what do you think about that because like there's that aspect of you that like kind of gets it, but when you make star if you're George Lucas and you make Star Wars at some point that's no longer your film that you put that into the world, and people have a relationship with it. And he went back and meddled with it, which a lot,
1: of a, lot, a lot of, of people did. And it can't be
0: enough. You can't even get the original. Yeah. Like even Spielberg went back and took out the guns in ET and put walkie talkies, but that's not the original. And yeah. I mean, that guy fucked up Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well.
1: Oh my
0: god! <laughs> crystal Skull.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really an um, Indiana Jones well, my fan. My dad is, and I but, saw him yeah.
0: with him, and like. I think I don't know if he'll even admit to it, but I remember seeing with him like walking out of the theater. I'm like, "What the hell happened?" And he's like, "No, it was good. It was very good." Like I think he was almost in denial because it was a great movie up until that part with the aliens came down. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like.
0: But, so yeah. my question is more as an artist. So you do graph, you do art, you create yeah, art, but you don't make art and then go back to it and touch it. Like how do you well, how, how do you feel about what they do?
1: Well, I mean, it's. There's, like, a flip side because, you know, when you grew up with, like, the. When you first. When you saw the original, original, you know, um. You know, and you grew up with that, you saw that, you've, you know, you bonded over it, and then they, you know, add some things, they change some things, and you see it, and it's, like, part of me, like, um. understands it. Like, one of the things that they changed in, um, Empire Strikes Back. <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, was that they changed Boba Fett's voice from the original?
0: Didn't they change? Uh, didn't they of an actor and make that big? Oh, I'm thinking Jabba. Yeah.
1: Well, no, but um, the, you know the actor who d- originally did Boba Fett. I think he complained about it because they changed Boba Fett's voice to sound more like Jango Fett. And you know, for you know, for people who don't know, Jango Fett is technically the father of Boba Fett, but oh. Boba Fett was actually a clone made from Jango Fett. So, I mean, on one side, you know, you understand why they would have changed his voice, yeah. because he's a clone of Jango, so when yeah. he grew older, he would have looked and sounded exactly like Jango Fett would have. But um, I think the actor who did the original voice made a thing about I'd be that. So
0: mad does he say
1: Like I mean, I mean, you know, that's one of the things where it makes sense within the universe. Yeah. And then, but you know, if you're the original actor, and then they you put like you do this, and then they change it, you're yeah. like, what the hell? Why would you do that?
0: And what's that whole thing with Han shot first? That um, can you explain that to us. That I, I mean, story? I can
1: kind of explain that story. So um, the th- whole thing about Han Solo and you know him shooting first is that in A New Hope, he runs into um, a bounty hunter named Greedo, and um, so the thing is, is that Han Solo has a bounty on his head. Post, or not so much a bounty then, but he owes Jabba the Hutt... Who's kind of like more of a gangster? Yeah. Um. He owes money to Jabba, so um. He meet, you know Greedo corners him and he's pointing his gun, and um. So he's like asking you know, swing where's Jabba's money or you know do this or Jabba's gonna put a bounty on your head. Um. The whole thing is that Han Solo was is a scoundrel, you know. He's a smuggler. He's, you know, he's in. The, he's a scoundrel basically. So it. So the whole thing is that he, I think in the original, it was supposed to be that Greedo doesn't get a shot off at all. Han Solo just shoots him. And as a scoundrel, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, I don't remember um, if it was in the remake or something, but they made it so that Greedo shoots and then Han, and then Han immediately shoots back. Um, or it's too fast to figure out who shot first you know yeah so there's that that's where that pretty much all comes up but um i think it was supposed to be that they changed it so that you couldn't tell if han did shoot first because they didn't want him to be too much of a scoundrel you know since he was supposed to be or he would become like one of the main heroes Mm. they didn't want to make it too scoundrel like so I think that's so, part of
0: the the argument with uh, the whole Lucas going back and editing his work because that almost changes the... I know it's minuscule, but it's almost changing... The yeah, it almost
1: like almost changes his character just a little bit. And that
0: little bit is something because there's so yeah. much detail. I just wish that you could buy the... Like, have the like, I the
1: think original original. I have the original VHS at, you know, I don't... Like, it's either... It's somewhere... I'm pretty sure I still have it, because oh, I did not get rid of that. Yeah, that's... Not- I yeah. did not get rid of that. And I actually also have DVD versions. Oh, of, good. Yes, I do. I have... I still have those. So... Although the DVDs are the um, special edition that came okay. out. Okay, yep. um, Oh, speaking of something else that they changed in the special edition, now what that I'm thinking is- of it, in Return of the Jedi, at Towards the End, where they're all celebrating the Emperor's death and whatnot... Luke Skywalker sees three Force ghosts. He sees Yoda's Force ghost. He sees um, Obi-Wan's Force ghost. And then he also sees Anakin's, who, you know, as we know, Anakin became Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. Um, So he sees that Force ghost. So he sees these three Force ghosts. And in the original, um, I forget who... Did Anakin's Force Ghost in the original, but when they did when they released the special edition, they changed um, Anakin's Force Ghost to what he looked like at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um, who played him? I forget. I, I'm terrible with actors' names.
0: <laughs> is that one of the newer ones?
1: Yeah, Revenge like, of the Sith Hayden, is the newest something? one. Yeah, Hay- Hayden Christensen. Yeah, never There been, we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So they changed the Force Ghost to him. Which is it's kind of iffy because that's one of the more of changes where you're like, why would they do that? And they didn't need you know, to. They, yeah, yeah, that was one of the things that they didn't need to. And I think it the thought was that they wanted it to like within the universe, um, they wanted to show Anakin when he was last called Anakin. Oh, okay. And when he when Anakin falls to the dark side and becomes a Sith. He becomes. He's bestowed the name Darth Vader. Yeah. So I think they wanted to change it back to when he was in the light side. So that's mm-hmm. why they changed the Force Ghost. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, why would the Force Ghost be a younger version of him? You know.
0: Now, so. don't laugh, but can you please explain to me the difference between Siths and Jedi? <laughs> I know, I know you said so don't laugh, I, but actually,
1: it's funny, because um, We talked about this at brunch earlier. <laughs> yes, it's actually funny, because um, one of my um, college courses is a public speaking course, and we had to um, give a speech, and we had to define two similar or dissimilar terms, and me, being a Star Wars geek, <laughs> chose to talk about the similarities and differences differences between the jedi and sith so um, <clears throat> <clears throat> um so the jedi and sith they are two orders and they are orders that can use the force and the force itself is an energy field that surrounds all living things has a light side and has a dark side the jedi are guardians of peace and justice, and they devote themselves to the light side of the force. So they're you know they're a lot more peaceful. They will more most oftentimes be um, diplomats for peace negotiations. Um, they do they do sometimes fight battles, like especially when the Clone Wars rage. They become generals for the Republic Army, um, but primarily they're peaceful. They don't want to take the violent route if they don't have to the sith on the other hand um devote themselves to the dark side and that's you know they are more concentrated on their own personal gains so they only care about themselves and their own power and what they can do to make their own power greater um so okay now i'm trying to i think i lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> it yeah it happens um so they are they 're much more warrior like they will they will go to violence first yeah, and they want to dominate and control the galaxy and wipe out the jedi bastards <laughs> and for the record, I myself am a sith, just putting that out there
0: yeah I knew that <laughs> have you dressed as a sith more than once
1: um sometimes like um when I was in Kindergarten, I was Darth that Vader. Fault, yeah. That that did young. Parents let that happen. I was encouraged, I, probably. I was um I was Darth Vader for Halloween. Oh my god,
0: that so. must have been adorable. Yes. Remember <laughs> Comic Con when we saw that father son? Yes, oh. that was that was. So when me and Victoria have kids, your job is to dress them up like Star Wars things. Yes, and spoil them rotten. My uh, brother <laughs> and his wife just had a little uh, son, and so they did like the baby shoot photos. And they're big sports people, so they had like a picture with them. Um, the baby and like Bruins and Red Sox stuff. So we and Victoria were looking at him. It's very cute. And then we're like, Oh my god, we have to do something for Star Wars. We have a child like similar. <laughs> and I'm yep. Like, Matt and Alex can help us with that. Yep. Well, actually, Victoria said Doctor Who. I said Star Wars. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, well, let's do both. Yeah. It's yeah. Might as well just do both. Like, although I said this before, the first gift that I will get any child you have is a lightsaber. I know. I can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even if they can't even hold it. Man, a lightsaber. In scientific in, in reality, and I know the, it's concentrated light.
1: It's um, it's the light beam itself. I believe has been um, expl- is um, set up. It's like it's supposed to be a blade of plasma. I'm pretty sure. I'm not as much of a sciency y yeah. thing that I don't remember off the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure it's a concentrated beam of plasma, which is why it can cut through almost anything.
0: Did you ever watch the Family Guy Star Wars? Uh,
1: no, Episodes. I probably should.
0: Robot Chicken did a good one too. But Brian pulls out a star. Uh, he gets a basket and he cuts it out. He takes out a mini lightsaber <laughs> and then just cuts cheese. Because it's always funny to think. I always my my uh, brother Aaron um, when we were younger used to have this comedy sketch that we were we used to like never like write, but we always talk about. Like we thought like, you know, in X Men. It would, it would get to a point where mutants would become accepted so the idea in our head the funny idea we had in our head was that Magneto in reality wouldn't be a super villain or hero he would just be like an IT guy yeah <laughs> so he could fix metal and like, like no he'd be a construction worker. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> Like very stupid jobs, but like these great powers really mean nothing. So he'd like a blade yeah, construction. Yeah, like just <laughs> set up all
1: the metal beams and whatnot.
0: <laughs> it's not like it would be like the honeymooners, except because it it would just be like. And we always thought it was funny. and that Family Guy thing made me think of that. Like well, lightsabers are awesome. If we really had them, it would really. Yeah, be used it would to like
1: cut cheese to, and, or to uh, cut toast. Cut to, yeah, because <laughs> like, the the lightsaber a blade, blade or, burns as it cuts, yeah. so it's like. Zzz.
0: See, now we need that just for toast cutting. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! So you can get a full loaf of bread and just cut it. And, oh man, that would be a, if anyone out there knows how to do that. Uh, get on the, Why are we not funding this? I know. Uh, Kickstarter, get to it. Oh, so do you, you do the Star Wars video games as well. I do. I uh, do.
1: Um, the most recent one that I've um pl- been playing is um Star Wars: The Old Republic. It's the MMO RPG that recently came out for PC. And it's basically like World of Warcraft, although I've never played WoW. But it's, you know, for Star Wars, and it is a lot of fun.
0: Same universe, the games? Like, do those um, stick to the same rules as the expanded universe? Yeah,
1: I mean, t- the the Old Republic is just that it's the Old Republic. So the game itself is set about 2,000 years before Star Wars A New Hope occurs.
0: 2,000? 2,000. That's so
1: cool. I think the earliest, one of the earliest books takes place about 3,000 years before um, Empire, A New Hope starts. Oh, my God. Yeah. God, I'm, it's that large.
0: I'm starting to really like Star Wars for someone who kind of didn't really care for it too much. I think that's so, I gotta say Yeah,
1: it's, it's a, it is a lot of fun. Although, I will say that as much as um, The Old Republic is fun. One of my favorite Star Wars video games was one of the first RPG games that they. I, mm. I don't want to say one of the first ones because I think Star Wars Galaxy was really an RPG. That. Like that was the first one that they did. So I don't. But um, it was for the original, the original Xbox. Oh,
0: X, and, Xbox. And yeah, yeah, just
1: Xbox. Then it was called. Um, and it was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. And that was one of my, I think that might have been one of the first Star Wars games, video games that I played, I think.
0: What was your first video game system? Because you're younger the, than
1: me. F- well, um, one of the first consoles we had yeah. was the Xbox. Oh. That was the first console that we had. I feel so
0: weird right now. <laughs> I had an but, Atari. I had an Atari, a Nintendo, a Sega But I Genesis. think
1: one of the first um, video game things that I had was a Game Boy Color. <laughs> and i and i had like and i was um and then i had i had pokemon for that oh we can talk about pokemon I, and i i kind of grew out of pokemon yeah but you still I, it. after a certain point it was it just was like okay i'm not and like oh i yeah. choose
0: you charizard <laughs> yeah so that was oh, who would i um i always started off with charizard I only played Red Blue and Gold. Yeah, I the, the
1: most recent one that I played I think was Pokemon Crystal. I um, think
0: Pokemon Stadium for 64. Wait, so you're at the age. Did you miss out on Sega completely? Just Sega consoles? I didn't
1: I, I don't making n- them but. I don't know. I maybe but I mean I really didn't have like video game consoles when I was young. Like I said, the Game Boy Color was one of the first things I had. Yeah. And then um, we had an Xbox because my brother, Alex, he got it while he was up in college or he had it to go up to college or whatnot. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was like one of the first consoles that I had. So I I don't know if I missed the Sega so much as I didn't take part in it. It went under. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: What other games do you play? Because you, um... hold on, let me see if I remember Assassin's Creed?
1: Yes, Assassin's Creed. Bioshock?
0: That's... Is that you or someone else? No, I mean,
1: I've I have, I've played the Bioshock games. So um, what is
0: Assassin's Creed? I've, <laughs> you're really just talking to an ignorant person. So I know, mean, that, me I mean,
1: I, so I, I love teaching people I hear you things. talk a
0: lot, and I'm like, I wish I knew half of the things <laughs> that your family talked Like, when mm-hmm. you guys talk Game of Thrones, I have no idea what's going on.
1: Oh my god, Game of Thrones, I cannot wait for the new season to come out.
0: Winter is almost here. <laughs> Winter is coming! You go to brunch and you guys like, oh, winter's coming. Winter's almost here. <laughs> Shut up, it is Winter is coming, you son of a bitch! Yes, oh, so- mother and father I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please love me! <laughs>
1: No, your fandoms.
0: <laughs> Wait for for your Catholic family, you went to the Game of Thrones exhibit in New York on Easter last year. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, where in the Bible does it have about that big chair? Is that page 7? Uh, I that think <laughs> it's somewhere <laughs> in there. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, she she went. Yeah, I I mean, she
1: went. It was, you know, it was a lot of fun. I mean, although um to be fair, my dad got us into the entire series. Because he read the books first.
0: Before it was a show, right?
1: I think maybe. I mean, although, no, I think he, not that before it was a show, but he read it when it was a show. Like, the first season came out, and he read all the books, and then we Netflixed season one, and Mm. we just fell in love with it. Your sister, And then I started reading the books. Yeah. And then Victoria started, although I don't think she's finished all of them. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, and then my mom read all the books, so it's,
0: I, I didn't make I don't know who said this but a Nerdist podcast someone refers to it as tits of the tens of dragons. Yep. And your sister is the only person to know who relaxes by watching the Red Wedding.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a powerful scene. What
0: what scene do you guys always watch when you're up here with the dragon?
1: Um, Oops, it's that's fire at that guy. Um, it's when Daenerys Targaryen gets her army of of Unsullied and it looks like she's selling one of her dragons to get the army. But really, she just is like, yeah, no bitch. <laughs> dragon is not a slave, yeah. and he will burn you now. <laughs> you
0: can't get a dragon. Yeah. No. Well, I, no. Yeah. Do you think dragons ever existed?
1: Um. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, like a lot of the mythological things is like you kind of wish they were real. I know. Because it's, it's that fantasy. It's that belief that something like this existed. Like, you know, part of the realistic part is, like, well, back then people were just completely ignorant. Well, not completely ignorant, but they couldn't explain everything. They didn't... Their science wasn't as advanced, so they had to explain these things somehow. And they did the best they could. Yeah, exactly. And
0: even now, we don't know everything. Yeah, I mean... With the information presented to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, so it's like we don't know everything. We're still learning things about the world, about the yeah. universe.
0: And I hope we always do, because if you yeah, to get and, to that point, yeah, I mean, well, that's it's why like, I it's never just... like fault someone of any time frame to believe like like the Greeks for what they thought. Yeah, well, that's what they knew. Yeah, it's I will what they knew. Those it's asshole creationist, and I went on a tirade in an episode or two ago, so I'll I'll stop right there. <laughs> but fuck them, and that's okay. Yeah, When you're trying to change laws and textbooks. Go fuck yourself. Yes. <laughs> but, like, Greek mythology is fun. Yeah, I mean, and some of our greatest literature is coming from that. Yeah, like the and, highest compliment you would call, call like a good story or a good movie it would be like it's Greek.
1: Yeah, know? it's it's just one of those things.
0: Well, back to the video games though, because I asked you about Assassin's <laughs> yes, Creed. Yes, you did. What is it? Because I, my good friend James Holt, if you sometimes he listens, um, let, used to let me. he let me borrow his Xbox sometimes, and. I, he had it, and I tried it, and it was like the desk was screwed up, so I never got to play it. But yeah,
1: he's like, you- oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. I, I played every go, single Assassin. Oh my god! Just, I, I played every Assassin's Creed game there. In two. fact, um, you're not, you don't see it, but the shirt I'm wearing is Assassin's Creed, of course, oh. and the hoodie I'm wearing is also Assassin's Creed. <laughs> to
0: embarrass you a little, if you don't like the story, we'll cut it out. But after our wedding, we had a bonfire on site with everyone and towards the end of the night uh god we were all we were all wasted we were all drunk that was one of the times
1: i can really say i was completely yeah, and drunk and i don't even drink and like, i don't care like yeah. just feel free well, to leave this in because i don't care okay, we were so uh, i don't care <laughs> i remember sitting
0: by the fire towards the end of the night and then like there's about there's all of our the young people there and you uh james and alex were in a circle a little bit farther away and we we're all smoking cigars and drinking tequila and i just hear you guys scream Screaming about Batman Arkham
1: Asylum. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. I mean, although well, the bat, what, the Batman, Batman, the the recent Batman Arkham games are excellent. They are really well done. Um, Batman Arkham Origins is the most recent one that came out, which is fun. I mean, I haven't actually finished it yet, which I should. But um, that was fun. Although I think the best Batman game is Batman Arkham City. It has an ending. Its ending is just something that you. <laughs> It just it blew my mind when I first saw it, and it was, it was like holy hell. And To
0: connect it to Star Wars, that's Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yes,
1: that is that is true.
0: Uh, isn't I, I, he's a cool guy? Yeah, he is. He is a- I Do not I don't, Do you even listen to any podcasts at all? Not
1: totally, not I, completely, but, you know.
0: I've heard him on Nerdist, and he just seems like such a cool guy. Yeah. I think people, he used to be kind of a joke, because, like, oh, he did Star Wars and disappeared. But he did Star Wars, and then he did voiceover, and he yeah. did theater. And yeah, and then no
1: there, one realized, he, like, I didn't actually know that he was the Joker. He
0: had been working all this time, he had kids, yeah. he had, like, a really lovely, he just probably made a shit ton of money. Yeah, probably. And he's had a wonderful life being a yeah. theater actor and, like,
1: and he still does. What yeah, he and, and it was awesome that he was willing to do the voice of the Joker for the game. And he's good. Yes, he I was. I love that game. All right, yeah. I want to
0: get a PS3 really bad. I'm yeah, Arkham
1: City them. was definitely the best Batman game that has came out.
0: You know what it kind of remind me of? Not in sort of gameplay, but I remember playing a uh, Resident Evil for like maybe PS One or PS Two, and actually playing it, and it'd be like a movie. And there'd be parts where I would get scared and jump. Yeah. There's a part in the Batman Arkham one of the games, where the Joker jumped out, and I remember my buddy, my good friend James, and we're all we all know here, um, yeah. jumping. Like, oh my
1: god! Yeah. And, oh, that's a fucking awesome game. Yeah, it was. It was. Re- it was really. It it was just like holy hell. I I, mean, I don't want to spoil for anyone who's listening, yeah, but its ending that. was just yeah. holy for fucking for hell. Non,
0: for non gamers, that's a good game. Yeah, it was. <clears> oh, so <throat> back to what I tried. Yeah, to say. back to Assassin's Creed. What's it about
1: again? Um, well, Assassin's Creed. Um, it's it's basically at the at its core, it's about two orders, about the Templar order who want to control. They want to they want to bring order. To the world, But they want to do this by taking away free will, basically. And the assassins are trying to prevent them from doing that. They, they more or less want to allow people to basically keep their free will. Oh, okay. um, but the game itself, it techni- technically, technically, Assassin's Creed takes place in modern times. Um, and this company called Abstergo, who you don't find out until later, is funded and run by the Templars. And Abstergo has created this machine called the Animus, which allows you to relive the memories of your ancestors. So they use this machine to basically, to more or less go back in time to, you know, view what happened in the past. And of course, Abstergo wants to use it so that they can find these special artifacts to help them in their takeover. Yeah. Um, but each Assassin's Creed game takes place in a different time period. So, like, the first Assassin's Creed game um, took place during the Third Crusade, I believe. And then Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood and Revelations, which is kind of like it's like its own little trilogy, took place during the Italian Renaissance. Assassin's Creed 3 took place during the American Revolution. And Assassin's Creed 4 took place... It was actually technically took place a little before the... Um, like it was basically pirates. Assassin's Creed 4 was in the height of the, pi- in, of the height of piracy. Oh. Um, there's also Assassin's Creed Liberation, which originally came out only for the PSP, but it's been recently um, re- um, re-released as an HD version for um, the consoles. And that kind of, and liberation takes place in New Orleans. It actually Liberation has its first female assassin called Aveline de Grand Prix which is fun by the way.
0: We are pretty pro women over here at Let's Chat. Yeah. <laughs> go ladies. Yes,
1: go. Um, so a liberation kind of takes place during like it coincides with Assassin's Creed 3. Mm. Um, so it's it's you know you get to play as an assassin and you have all these skills and all these weapons and it's you know you can you can either play it stealthily like like um you know, you can try to play it without killing as many gods you know to get through the levels without anybody seeing you, which is fun, you know, trying to figure out okay, I have to and sometimes this game forces you to remain un, unnoticed by other gods so it's it is a lot of fun to try and like figure out, okay, the gods are here, they see this area, so how am I going to get to my objective without anybody seeing me? Or sometimes you can just go in, guns blazing, murder all of the guards. And it is it is a fun game. Assassin's Creed, oh man. Yeah, and and um, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, because it's piracy, you are in control of a ship. Oh man. And you sail the high seas, you can enter into sea battles, and fight other ships, you can loot them, and yeah, it's... I-
0: can you believe that's already been an hour of your life? Really? Yeah.
1: Holy hell! <laughs> I told you. <laughs> no, that was. And awesome. that wasn't even a full hour of Star Wars, oh, which I, I could I, do. <laughs> which I'm
0: impressed. Well, I think we, I can hear them making us dinner. Um, so let's get to uh, start slowly wrapping it up. Uh, did you know that uh, the Jedi can be claimed as a religion in some country, like Australia, or that is you can put on your senses? But I think there's people. Other, there's a fair amount of people that do that, and that, so you're a Sith. Not, I, I'm a Sith. I mean, I would consider myself a Sith, but that Sith. is cool. So if they ask you religion in the senses, You can be like, hey, I can just a Sith. Sith. <laughs> just
1: fill that in.
0: Well, uh, we had your dad on, and your whole family is so mean to him because he couldn't answer uh, any good one Johnson, simple wildfire. question. But John, thank you for coming on. <laughs> yes, he we love you, to,
1: Dad. <laughs>
0: um, I wanted to ask you, are there any good places to eat in Montclair besides everywhere? <laughs>
1: besides everywhere. Well, um, one of my favorite places to go, it's a sushi a sushi restaurant mm-hmm. called Nori. And it's one of my favorite places to eat. Um, I could just eat sushi like for the entire I week had and be happy. sushi the
0: first time, for my first experience eating sushi at Rocky East. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Yes, it so, was. What's your favorite place in New York City to eat?
1: That's tougher because I don't know. I don't normally go like I mean I go into the city because I have to go to my college classes. Yeah. But I mean I don't really like I mean I'm um, I'm probably gonna get railed because <laughs> like,
0: john <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> everywhere is good <laughs> Because
1: I mean it depends sometimes. It's like I mean, I don't normally go into the city for the restaurants. I mean there are there are plenty of restaurants like Um, although I can't name any of them, because sometimes what, um, me and my mom used to go into the city to see an opera, and we would either go for lunch before or dinner after, and she would get reservations at places. So it's a
0: percentage mail thing, you just eat. Just, yeah. You guys always go to Italy, which you've never done.
1: Yeah, we've done that recently, um. And
0: then... That Steakhouse went for the Bachelor Party. Yes, that was good. That Old was, Homestead. Mm, yes, and that was good. do you good. know any... Pro, what's your favorite Providence restaurant?
1: Uh any of them? Uh, I mean, I want to say Hookies because That's we were just talking about that. So and it's the first name that comes to mind. So good. But there's um there's also the Chinese one that I can't remember. Oh, its name. Yes, there yeah. we go. That's a good one. But
0: we switched over to Lemongrass recently uh. in Warwick. And then we've also... That's what I love about your family. We always go to delicious places to eat. Yeah, it's... Oh, um, good comic book stores for you there are? Besides, we went to Midtown. Yeah, we went now to Midtown. So
1: like, the Mid- Midtown Comics is really good for, um, in New York. Like, that's what, that's, since I'm going into my college courses in Manhattan, that's yeah. where I'll stop to get my comics. Um, but, you know, this is, which, I mean, Midtown Comics is really good because they have everything. They have so every toys. comic that comes out, they will have it. Every yeah. Wednesday when new releases comes out, they will have it. But um like there's this, like this there are good other um little comic book stores. Like there's one in Bloomfield called the comic book market, I believe. And I went there when I couldn't get into the city. And they don't have everything but they you know, you can obviously order anything like, there and they must bring be it a in, huge so. comic
0: culture in New Jersey.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's um, large. It's it's you know decently sized. And- no,
0: because um, chasing Amy mm-hmm. takes place in oh well the whole Kevin Smith universe takes place there. Oh Matt, well so our final question that we've been asking everyone, where I'm not sure if we're gonna keep this as our last question. We haven't. Um, we'll keep it in the interview. I mean, for everyone, we're not. I don't know. Me and Mike are still we go back and forth, but the one that we going with if you could watch your favorite movie again for the first time cause you know that first experience time. you get when you yeah. watch a movie and like, we watch like, like movie. The, how i felt like the dark knight um yeah. to make oh that that's so what's the fir- if you could relive any film again for the first time
1: for the first time i would have to say star wars episode 5 the empire strikes back it's just i mean i mean personally my favorite star Which one wars is that? Which one is this? it's episode five? Is that With the Wookies? No. Um, oh, Ewoks. No, that's not. It's not. Okay. No. Um,
0: for for other people, what happens? Because I clearly know.
1: <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, Empire Strikes Back is. Oh, I like
0: that one. That's what I really liked.
1: Yeah it it starts off with the um, ice planet Hoth, and yep. it's the one where Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite.
0: Yeah. Which gets relived on.
1: Yeah, I mean pers- personally my favorite Star Wars movie is Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith primarily because the Sith win and they yeah. you know take over. But the best Star Wars movie is Empire Strikes Back. And I think one of the reasons because of that is because it's the Empire Strikes Back, mm. they it's not that they win and it's not that the rebellion wins in that episode. But The Empire kind of, like, comes out ahead in that one. And a bunch of movies, all the good guys will always win. And that wasn't necessarily the case in Empire Strikes Back. Because if the good guys won, Han Solo would not have been frozen in carbonite.
0: (laughs) So that's (laughs) what really kind of kicked off. Like, you like Star Wars, and that was just putting you over the edge.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't. Say, I mean, I I didn't see the original Star Wars. Like, I didn't see Episode 4, 5, and 6 in theaters. I wish.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do wish that. Welcome to this intro. Let's chat. Our guest today is Matt Pasinich, graphic designer, Star Wars enthusiast, and my brother-in-law. Mike was unable to attend this episode. He had to work, but he was able to swing by and give me a hand with some of the sound stuff. So thank you for Mike's help. I gotta say, I am, uh... Blown away of how awesome Star Wars is. I had no idea past the movies that the world really expanded that far or too much about it. I had some friends who are into it, and I guess it was pretty cool and my wife is uh like Star Wars. I have to say this was a a fun episode. I really hope it is as fun to listen to as it was to record. Matt and I had a blast. We laughed a ton, and I'm just really lucky I guess. To have such a great brother-in-law and a great podcast guest. Uh, my goal is to get the entire percentage crew on here. I do have the Mama Bear percentage, my mother-in-law, and my other brother-in-law, Alex, uh, booked for the near future. And if you're asking why don't we hear any of Chris's family on here, well, they're coming too. They just live in Connecticut. So we are working on schedule with them. Uh, I know my mom, my dad, and my brother are... All about coming on, and we really can't wait to have them. I gotta say, when me and Mike started this project, I knew it was something we both wanted to do. I did not think it would be as much fun as it is. There is just something about sitting down with microphones that just changes me and whoever our guest is. Then you just have a conversation you probably wouldn't have, and it's amplified, and there's an energy... But we had a really great lunch right before we recorded at Barstow in Providence, for those who are in the region. Please go there for brunch. It was one of the best brunches we ever had. And we came back here We went to Target, and we were watching uh, Star Wars Clone Wars on Netflix, and then we recorded a nice podcast, and we had a big dinner. It was a really great Sunday. Well, happy birthday to John. It's the reason he was out here, former guest. Now, if you want to contact us, you can contact us at letschat233 at gmail.com. Please like us on Facebook at Facebook.com. Let's us chat. Please share us with friends. Come be on the podcast yourself. I will travel to you. Um, Matt does plug his Deviant Art site, which we'll put on the Facebook as well. But we didn't even get to in the episode, but Matt writes fan fiction. Holy crap. How cool is that? i never met anyone that writes fan fiction, so I really... Think you should go look at that he's gonna have to come back on and talk more about that um man matt is just a lot of fun to record he's a lot of fun to hang out with in general so very talented graphic design artist like i say in the podcast you know he's done a lot of graphic design for our family and he did our wedding save the dates he did our invitations so if you want to hire him or see any of his work uh contact the show and we can see if we can get you in contact with him and pay him a lot of money because he's awesome and he deserves it. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Mike, for helping out with sound. And thank you for listening. Thanks for coming. Oh, before you leave, um, will you please do some graphics for us? Oh, of course. I think we asked you, and then um, Mike's friend, I don't, long story short, uh, we asked, to, he asked someone, and then some, and then they got us something. But we need to have multiple do- little things. And um, just, oh my God.
1: Of course. And, I mean, I would. Go creative. Do yeah. We, just
0: have the words, let's chat. Yeah. That's all we want. Well, thank you for coming on. Come back anytime. Oh my God! Yeah, Come it was a, it on. was enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> See everyone. Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and let's chat again real soon.